This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to BetQL Daily, presented by FanDuel Sportsbook, with Joe Ostrowski, Joe Giglio, and Aaron Hawksworth from BetQL. Welcome back, BetQL Daily, presented as always by FanDuel Sportsbook. Aaron Hawksworth, Joe Giglio with you on this Football Friday, and joining us as he does pretty much every Friday, Ed Egros of FanDuel Sports Analytics, expert FanDuel for more ways to win, as well as Bally Sports West. You can also find his work, NBC Sports Edge, and he contributes to the Power Rank with our guy, Ed Fang. Welcome uh, back to the show, Ed. we got a lot to talk about, including your SMU team in a big college game this weekend. But you were feeling under the weather. You just kind of teased us uh, in the break. And you, you think <laughs> you're better now, which is great. But you think you know what happened? Fill us in. Enlighten us. Yeah, I think it's because I bet Jacksonville to cover against that's Indianapolis. It. I think that's what uh, put me under the weather for quite some time. And they did cover the number. And so it was a sort of... Uh, you know, catch 22, so to speak, where, yeah, I felt absolutely sick about it, especially given how much I've talked about not ever betting on Jacksonville ever again. But I have a new team that I'm never, ever going to bet on again. Uh, and that would be the Falcons. But uh, but yeah, as far as uh, Jacksonville is concerned, they cover the number. And so, yeah, I'm able to afford my doctor bills now. Yeah, you know what? Friends don't let friends bet on the Jaguars. We told you that a few weeks ago, but you're right. You yeah. hit that. I mean, once in a while, you got to go against your instincts and, and take a team that, that looks ugly. All right, let's dive into some of these games, and then we'll make sure we end with a, a thought on college and SMU, who Aaron and I both like getting the points against Cincinnati on, on Saturday. But let's go to the big one. Everyone's watching. 425, America's Game of the Week. Cowboys and the Chiefs. Cowboys getting two and a half. I'll, I'll ask you it this way. Is the, is the right team favored in this game? Because we were debating that about an hour ago. And we think maybe not. Cowboys getting two and a half points. It's interesting because you can look at it one of two ways. If you are essentially going by your priors at the very beginning of the season, and a lot of people still look at that, and as do I. Like, I look at my predictions and how I feel like the season's going to play out from the very, very beginning. I think that actually still matters here in mid to late November because eventually some of these teams will get back to the levels at which you were expecting coming in. And as far as Kansas City is concerned, I think – uh, you know, with a win total coming in of 12 and a half, you know, 12, 13, wherever you were, that means that they win a game like this, a game that's close, a shootout at home, whatever it might be. But if you look at regular season data in terms of everything that we've seen from 2021, then the Cowboys should absolutely be favored. In terms of offensive play calling, 
the Cowboys win that hands down. In terms of aggressive play calling, the Cowboys win that as well. If you look at wide receiver cores, then Dallas has that one hands down. And that's not because that Hill and Kelsey aren't great. It's who do they have after that? But you look at what the Cowboys have beyond the first and second target, and you're pretty comfortable with just about everybody. Heck, you're comfortable with the running backs as targets in the screen game. They've been performing well as far as that's concerned. And so the depth of the Cowboys should give them an edge in this game. I'm picking the Cowboys to win this game outright, but I understand where the line is and why it is the case. Hmm. Another um, shorter line that I think is interesting, Packers at Vikings. What are you leaning on in this one, Aaron Rodgers versus Kirk Cousins? I think I'll get to the quarterback matchup in just a bit, but I think there is a misconception about this Green Bay defense that I think needs to get corrected. Now, granted, defense is a lot about who you have gone up against. If you've gone up against bad quarterbacks for a stretch, then your defense is going to look outstanding. Look no further than, say, Buffalo's pass defense and why that is still called into question. But I've heard for several weeks now that, well, the Packers don't have Jair Alexander, therefore they're going to struggle. Well, I haven't seen them struggle. I've seen them do fairly well over these last few weeks. You look at success rate in terms of pass defense over these last few weeks, and they're in the top half of football right now. You look at drop-back EPA defense, I believe they're sixth over these last few weeks. So I'm not convinced that his absence has had this devastating impact on this Green Bay defense. Yeah, it probably could be a little bit better, but I do feel like that they are in a great opportunity to contain Kirk Cousins. And then you look at Aaron Rodgers. He's done fairly well against Minnesota over the years. He's still a, a more than capable quarterback. Whatever happened to him as far as controversy and health it doesn't seem to affect him, and it doesn't seem to affect the rest of his team. Yeah, you can have your personal opinions about it, but it seems like that they're always coming prepared and they're always set to play with him at a high level, and that's all I care about as far as picking this game. I feel more than comfortable backing the Packers. Ed Egros of FanDuel joining us here, talking Week 11 in the NFL. We'll get to a little college here. At a game that I think has you know, pretty serious NFC playoff implications New Orleans traveling to Philadelphia, Eagles two-point favorites. Only the second time this year Eagles are favored. The other one was against the Lions. So, obviously, the tide is turning in Philadelphia a little bit. What do you make of this game, and, and specifically, specifically the Eagles offense, which has become – like, they flipped it, right? The first six weeks, it was they just threw it 70% of the time, and now it's gone the opposite, where they're running a lot. Jalen Hurts, the running game. It reminds me a little bit of what the Ravens were doing a couple of years ago with Lamar when he first came in the league. Like, they're leaning on that run game, including the quarterback – what are you seeing here with the Eagles, and, and what do you make of this game, Eagles-Saints? Any Eagles head coach who is not running Jalen Hurts a lot should be fired on the spot. That is exactly what Jalen Hurts is there to do, is to run a lot of quarterback draws and sneaks and things like that. Look, I've been impressed with Jalen Hurts. Of all the quarterbacks whose priors I've had to update substantially, he's up there. Uh, I don't know if he's number one, but he is up there. He has been playing well. The connection with Devontae Smith has been uh, especially profound, and especially when you're dealing with a rookie receiver. That's going to take a little bit of time to develop anyway, but I think for the most part it has. So I've been impressed as far as that's concerned. The problem is this Eagles pass defense is leaving a lot to be desired. It's down there as far as EPA per drop back and success rate. And Trevor Simeon 
is not a bad quarterback. We have this misconception, and I believe it's really bad process to say, well, he's a bad backup quarterback, or he is a backup quarterback, therefore he's going to be bad. Well, Trevor Simeon has looked pretty decent uh, over these last couple of weeks. He has Sean Payton as his head coach, and he's done very well with receivers you may not have heard of. And I also think Mark Ingram catching passes out of the backfield is a dimension that we don't talk enough about. I do believe the Saints can win this game outright, and mm-hmm. I think it's about time that we give Trevor Simeon his due. And if you don't want to give it to him individually, give it to Sean Payton being one of the great offensive minds and being able to do more with less than just about anybody in the NFL. All right, so short road dogs have been pretty dominant this season. You already talked about liking the Saints and the Cowboys. Oof, I hate the Washington football team. Plus three, <laughs> you got the Colts at the Bills. Um, any other short road dogs this week that you like, Ed? Well, with the Colts, it could be a, a bit of a weather game. I'm not quite sure. I, I do need to double check this. But uh, if it is a slight weather game in terms of having a little bit more wind and things like that, then they're going to keep it on the ground. And I trust the Colts' rushing attack more mm-hmm. than I do the Bills' rushing attack. And I still think the Bills win that game. I mean, the spread's too big and disparity's too big. But when you look at rushing yards over expected, Jonathan Taylor is number one, and it's a significant number one at this point. When you think about Indianapolis, you think about good offensive lines, and once again, Indianapolis has that. The infrastructure is such to where Jonathan Taylor can look like a superstar, and he has been a good running back for years now, going back to college. I do think that the Colts can control this game just enough to keep it close. Maybe not win outright, but keep it at least close. And as far as Washington is concerned, I understand Cam Newton coming back is fun. It's a great story. I'm rooting for him, all that fun stuff. But I still think about how he performed in New England, and that passing game was anemic at times. And I don't know why this would be a step up. I mean, you know, if you're looking at, you know, great offensive minds. I mean, New England's going to be up there. They should have all of the resources to make it work. And they really didn't with Cam Newton. And so now you're going to Carolina. Yeah, I like Joe Brady and all, but can he do something with Cam Newton that, you know, as he's aging, we haven't seen yet? I just don't know if I buy that. Taylor Heineke's playing well. I expect him to do it again. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Ed Egros, FanDuel, uh, Valley Sports West, joining us here, talking week 11 of the NFL. We'll hit on some college before Ed, uh, Ed leaves us here. Ed, quickly, 
uh, 45 degrees rainy, 20 mile an hour wind Sunday in Buffalo. So you were right on the weather. It's going to play a factor there in that game. Wentz against Josh Allen. Uh, let's rewind to last night. Just your thoughts on the Patriots, where they're at right now, because you mentioned Belichick and that coaching staff. And Mac Jones is completing 80% of his passes in back-to-back leagues. This is, this is something. And, you know, in the beginning of the year, I thought they'd make the playoffs. I took their over their win total, but I, I think their ceiling might be higher now. What do you think of the Patriots? They're plus 270 to win that division today, and they're eight, uh, plus 850 to get to the Super Bowl out of the AFC. I'm starting to think big things with this Patriots team. I can definitely understand that, and I have loved Mac Jones for a couple of years now. It's been kind of funny that the biggest knock on Nick Saban in terms of his overall legacy is that he cannot evaluate quarterbacks or he's never had a good one or doesn't know how to work with quarterbacks. That That's an NFL argument uh, that really doesn't make sense for a lot of reasons. You look at what Mac Jones is doing in his rookie campaign. Nick Saban knows quarterbacks. He he helped develop him to get ready for the NFL. Bill Belichick knows that, and now we're seeing something special. In fact, I believe I was looking at next-gen stats. Mac Jones is number one in targeting out routes, and he's number three per PFF in when a defense changes coverage post-snap. He's able to recognize it. His greatest third best in football. Mac Jones is a brilliant quarterback. It, you know, absolutely genius quarterback. And we're seeing that. Yeah, I didn't score a ton of points, but you didn't need to. I mean, it was a slow, methodical game. Can the Patriots win this division? They still have to play the Bills twice. I still have some question marks about that. The Patriots are going to make the playoffs, and they're going to be a tough out once they get there. All right, Ed, we talked about some short dogs, but what about these big, ugly dogs like the Lions, (laughs) the Texans? Who else? We Oh, the Giants. Do you like any of these? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Aaron, you're going to make me sick again. And I don't know if I want that on camera. That's not, no, no, no. Uh, I, I don't know if I really like any of them, to be honest. Uh, maybe the Giants might be the one that I feel I like can cover a big number. Uh, I'm still curious about the health as far as uh, Tampa offense is concerned. I think one of the reasons why they love Washington and Outright is just, just at some point getting any guys off the street, eventually it's going to catch up to you. So that's probably my biggest question there. But as far as the others, give Tennessee some respect here. I think they can cover a big number against Houston. And look, I I love Tyrod Taylor as a quarterback. I, I really do feel like that he is underrated. And I know the market kind of feels that way too, but Tennessee's steamrolling right now. And I think even though they don't have Derrick Henry, I think they can still cobble together a running back by committee to keep it at least serviceable. And Ryan Tannehill the the big question mark on him is was was he going to have sort of those turnover potential kind of throws that really hasn't happened even though there have been injuries at the wide receiver position he has been impressive so i feel like titans can cover against houston i i don't think the bucks can do it against the giants it's just too big of a number and uh what else what else was uh, vomit inducing you mentioned (laughs) Yeah. Well, let's just go to your Jags. Not as big of a number, but would okay, you do sure. it again? I want are to make you, you sick. To, That's my goal. Are you, Can you are get you sick willing, on this show? Are you willing to get sick before Thanksgiving? That's the question. Would you back the Jags again? That, that's the problem is that like you know thanksgiving's like one of my favorite meals like uh, you know just, just like everyone else so like do i really want to get sick and miss out on that i uh, actually I, I think the jags could cover that in large part because the 49ers they're going to want to run the ball a lot they're going to keep it slow they're not going to be too many possessions which means they have to pretty much score on many of their drives and that may not be possible given jimmy g's uh a dot given sort of the lack of the the 
you know, the deep passing game in general. So I feel like with a shorter game with fewer drives, it just makes covering big numbers more difficult. And I feel like Jacksonville probably is in a good position to cover that too. It was the Lions. Are they finally going to get a win? When is mm. it going to be? That was the other big Oh, big oh yeah. Yeah. Tim Boyle starting a quarterback. Is that what we're looking at here? Yeah. I, I mean, it, that is a discount as far as quarterback. I mean, say what you will about Jerry Goff. I mean, you do have to make an adjustment there. Probably not. Ed, uh, let's jump to college here. There's some big games this weekend. The playoff rankings have been out a couple weeks, and this could be the shakeup week. SMU, your SMU Mustangs. 11.5-point dogs against Cincinnati. We, Aaron and I talked through that game earlier. We both like them getting the 11.5 points. Quarterback plays pretty good. Pass rush pretty good. What's your thought on that game? Well, you look at Cincinnati, and I think one of the reasons why they aren't top four in the playoff committee rankings is in large part because they're playing lackluster competition and not blowing them out. And I think that matters. And I, I get, you know, do not succumb to the recency bias, but – there have not been too many games I can point to over the last couple of months, really, where Cincinnati has looked like a top four team in America. Yeah, they are favored mightily so, and they perhaps should be, but SMU's offense is one of the best offenses in the country. Tanner Mordecai has a top five passing EPA, and there is a reason with all of the great weapons, and you know these are experienced weapons that he's throwing to, Tanner Mordecai, you know, has the Oklahoma lineage in him. Garrett Riley, you know, brother of Lincoln Riley, is helping him, you know, move on to that next place. Tanner Mordecai has been outstanding, and we are not giving him enough credit nationally, and hopefully this will be his opportunity to showcase what he can do. SMU plus the points. We appreciate it. There he goes. Ed Egros on the Roman Guest Line. Get a free online evaluation, ongoing care for ED, all from the comfort and privacy of your home. Go to GetRoman.com slash BeckQL now. To get $15 off your first month, that's GetRoman.com slash BetQL. The contest plays for Joe and Paul. We'll break that down next on BetQL Daily.